Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the very special edition of the Everton Fan Focus podcast in tribute to Howard Kendall. Tonight I'm joined by Mark Ellis, Ben Ellis. I'm also joined by Andy, Simon, George and Dave. And we're going to uh, pay tribute to Everton's greatest manager whose funeral took place at the Anglican Cathedral in Liverpool today. George, I'm going to come to you first because I know you, you knew Howard Kendall personally and I know you're dying to tell a few stories. Well, I, I did know Howard reasonably well. Uh, I'm very lucky that uh, I met Howard Kendall... Well, I saw I saw him make his debut as a player. Really? Yeah, I did yeah. Yeah, Southampton. Everton won one nil. Missed the sitter. I've been watching Everton since I've had a ticket Everton since 1959 and never missed. And I've seen I saw Howard make his debut as well as player manager. Uh, so I've seen him in, in every respect. And the great thing about uh, Howard, for me, there's something. Do you know what? He reminds me in a way of uh, I, I. Somebody asked me today about him. I said Howard Kendall is the John Lennon. Of football, you yeah. know, he's a working class hero because yeah. that era of a, a manager, never mind a player, who can come on the street and talk to everybody, it's gone, hasn't it? Yeah. It's gone with what we've said in the past about, you yeah. know, the gap between, you know, the clubs and the players. Howard Kendall, certainly a working class hero, and he was a working class boy from Preston who just who played football. I met him uh, actually. We're sitting up on their county road, and when we got beat five nil by. Um, you know, uh, by Liverpool and uh, the, the sending off to Glen Keighley. I, I, I had a few beers in the dark house around the corner and I was running home. I was running home because I was fed up. I saw the bus going. I started running for the bus and the driver stopped for me good enough and opened the doors. And I said, I don't want to get on that. I want you to run me over. <laughs> and, and, he, and he laughed. And it, you know, and it was a good laugh. And I got on the bus. And, you know, he, and, it, and it, I must have looked pathetic. Some of the Isle girls gave me sixpence and everything. You know. And when I got home that night, you know, in the days before the internet and everything, I wrote a letter and a pen and a bit of paper. And I said, dear Howard, you know. I and about four days, I told them we made it. I wrote to Al Kennel, not having that. You know, I'm going to tell him. If I see him, I'm going to tell him. And the, my phone went, and somebody said, "Hello, it's out." Well, of course, I thought it. I thought it was the gang ringing and joking. I said, "I'm going to piss off." Put the phone down, and about three days later, went again. He said, "It's Al Kennel. I got your letter." And I said, wow. "My God!" I said, oh. "He said, yeah. He said, come up, come up and tell, tell He said, "Tell me, tell me what you think, and tell the players what you think." And I thought, I said to him, "He said, he said, yeah. He said, come up on Thursday afternoon, one o'clock." So I went up to, uh, went up, and all the players were sitting in the dressing room, 
and he met me and he said come on then and then he said before I went in and he winked at me to let me know it wasn't ever he winked and he said what are you going to do have a go at them have a moan and I said well they're disgraceful and he said to me winking he said do you think they want to hear that do you think they don't know do you think Shotman's good? What a man, what a clever man. Oh, yeah. Got me up there. Genius. And, then, and he said to me, you don't want to hear that, lad. But if that's what you want, that's what you... He said, but you can tell them how disappointed you are, but don't call them. And he said, do you want to see that? And I thought that was really clever management, yeah. man management. And he took me in, and they were all sitting there, and, you know, and then he started crying, you know. And as I was coming out... I said to him, oh, my daughters, I love all this, you know. By yeah. the way, I've still got the letter off me. I said, nobody will believe it. And he wrote to me saying, thank you for your comments. Wow. But I told him how much me, one of my daughters loved uh, Graham Sharp and the other daughter loved Adrian Heath. And he said, we'll bring them up. And I said, well, we'll just bring them up and meet them. And I went up the next week when my daughters got photographs of them. And he, he said, oh, this is George's daughter. You me name? What Fantastic. a clever man, what a clever yeah. man. And a man who, he didn't say, I better remember, his, his secretary didn't whisper in his ear, he remembered who it was. And he was good to me daughters, and I knew him on and off for years and years and years. And what a decent human being. What a man to be yeah. proud of, to have as your manager. Yeah. Which is sort of what, what he should be remembered for above all else, really, isn't it? The, what kind of man he was, and who he was. I don't think there's any was. doubt whatsoever that yeah. there was blue blood in, in Howard. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt that he loved the club. I don't think there's any doubt that he loved the fans and stopping them on the street and having a chat to him. It wasn't useless to him. He loved it. He absolutely loved it. You know? Yeah. But I told him the story about the bush you see, and he was laughing his head off. He really did. And <laughs> it, it was great. I got to meet all the players. Now to update that story, I got some photographs. And um, one of my daughters like Derek Mountfield as well. So I got a photograph of Derek Mountfield. Yeah. And about two weeks ago, I was out with Ronnie Goodluck, a good friend, and Derek Mountfield was there, and I said, this is my grandson, who's now 24. I said, I've got a picture of his mum with you, Derek, can we have another one? And he said, yeah. And I said, you know, we hadn't heard about Howard then, and I said, I'll meet you in our Kendall. And he said, Ronnie Goodluck come over, and he said, let's meet up in a few weeks and have a beer. Oh, and that was about sad, sad oh, news, you know. He's really sad. But what a man. Yeah. What a man to be proud of. I'm proud that he's got something to do with that club. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm proud of Everton always. Uh, something, something great to be in Everton. It is, yeah. You know, uh, everybody, you know, can say whatever they like, this and that and the other. Yeah. We're blues. Yeah. And we look after each other. Can we care for each other. Kendall, for me, it's is one of the things I, I love about Evertonians. It's like, it's a, you know, we, we all say they were born, not manufactured and yeah. stuff like that. But, you know, Ken, Kendall was a guy who wasn't born locally, you know, he, like Alan Ball, comes mm -hmm. to the club. Yeah. And, you know, that hook was there when they come. It's never, you know, never, never left them yeah. until the day they died. And I, that, that's sort of the love about Everton. It's like, it's true what, what Paul he said this, you know, once Everton touches you, you're never the same again. Yeah. And, and those two, you know, the Holy, two of the Holy Trinities really epitomised that, you know, two, two yeah. lads that weren't local that, that would come into the, into the, um, into the club and were em, em, embraced as such and, you know, they've stayed with us ever since. Yeah, it just shows you don't have to be a scouser really. No. As long as you do well for Everton, you'll be accepted Max, and you'll so be... The magic of Everton football club, exactly, what it does yeah. to players, isn't it? I've got to be honest with you, know, I think one of the most poignant images I've seen since I had Albert's death uh, was Colin Harvey from the main stand. Yeah, 
And we got Brenton because let's get really we celebrate together. We win and lose together, but we hurt together. I felt the hurt, Harvey has, particularly looking at the likes of Harvey and Joe Royal. Mm, we need yeah. to be celebrating them now. Yeah, yeah. Well, we need to celebrate well, we while we've got, got them. them. Yeah. Uh, 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 and there's a tendency to start waxing lyrical and get raise a drink to someone after they passed on. Yeah. We need to celebrate yeah. the icons we've got. I was speaking to a guy in work the other day and I said there's not many legends left, is there? You know, Andy Gray, Philip Carter, are two recent. Um, Obviously, people have passed away. Andy Craig. Uh, sorry, um, <laughs> Andy, Andy King. Craig. Andy King. King. Sorry, Andy King. Sorry, forgive me. Um, oh, Philip Carter, and then you've got obviously Kendall himself, and you're like, you're worried, and you're looking back, and obviously the likes of LeBowen and Ball are no longer with us, and you're looking here to a generation now of, of legends. There's not not a lot of many people around. This but again, I think, I, I, I think probably one of the most iconic Evertonians I, I think to ever wear the blue shirt. Uh, was Dave Vixen yeah. and, and he's very quickly being forgotten about very quickly being forgotten about I remember going to a funeral in Kirby yeah. Dave Vixen turned up at the funeral because it was a blue now let's get real here Vixen mm. turned up he used mm. his bus pass he yeah. got on the bus from Ellesmere Port to Kirby yeah. and attended the funeral in Kirby um, I, I, I'm, them days have gone forever. Yeah. Mm. Now, these yeah. new pampered Premier League yeah, yeah. stars, they'll yeah. we'll never have that affinity with us sitting down this table. No. And that's why we need to enjoy what we've got yeah. and enjoy it now. Joe Royal, let's yeah. get here. Yeah. And Colin Harvey are probably the last. I know John Hurst is still here. I was at um, I, I, I was at Bob Latchford's dinner the other week, yeah. and Dave Thomas was there, and you actually start realising how old you're getting. Yeah. Now, probably loads of Evertonians be surprised where Dave Thomas is losing his sight. He's partially sighted. He's really struggling. You actually start thinking, my God, I, I, yeah, you're still seeing yeah. running down the lane. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I would urge any of it. got an idol who played forever and he's still here now. Yeah. Enjoy him. Yeah. Yes. Don't reminisce once he's gone. Enjoy no. him and enjoy him now. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's players like um, I was at another Bob Blatchford event coming on five or six years ago now, and um, Alec Young was there. And, and and you know he he looked bloody old and frail in, but I was in I was in awe of him and I, I think I managed to string two or three words to say yeah. like to him you're having a good time and that, that 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 was that was it. But you know you talk about you know legends that we need to embrace. I'm in David need. Francis' book about Alex Young, page 192. <laughs> uh, I kissed Alex Young's boot in 1963. I haven't washed my lips since. That's why I've got the beard. I've got a big crust around me, God, where I kissed him. I've actually got guns and yeah, have And I did, I ran on a pitch and kissed his foot. Alec Young claims he's never claimed yeah, his boots. Yeah, well, he hasn't washed the boots since either, But, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I'm an artist. I do theatre and films and art. And I, I, I did an exhibition of my work in uh, Cologne about 12, 15 months ago. And, you know, big art, plays Cologne very elite very posh and he said will you come out and do a speech beforehand and I said yeah and he said how will, how will we introduce you and I said don't introduce me I'll do it so I'm in this art gallery in Cologne Champagne Volavance whatever that is in Germany <laughs> and they're all sitting there waiting for the artists to come out and I come out the toilets in the Everton dressing gown 
with me having some undies on. As you would in the middle of Germany, and with me having some slippers on. And I sang for them, and if you know your history. And it, you can see that on Google, it's what George McCain. Cologne in Google, you see the big. Publicising himself this it's, a bit, it's a bit frightening. Is that on YouTube, George? Uh, it's just on Google, yeah. yes. I think, I think the thing is, if you, know, if you, if you look at what I would created, I see him only as a manager, um, you know, what he created in the 80s for the team. You know, um, you know we were just unbeatable. Even when we went, went behind against Bayern Munich, you knew we were going to come back. When we went behind against Luton, you knew we were going to come back. When we went, you know, the amount of times that we came back and, you know, and won things, he just made us so untouchable um, and you've seen the turnout today you know around the grounds for the parade you've seen it at the Anglican Cathedral there was thousands and thousands you've seen you know once this club does such a you know nothing else is the same so you know as Simon said you know even from people out of the city it, it does mean it does mean everything and I'm for Reds so. as well I, I, I was quite touched by a, a, a lot of um, three sins I've got a lot of reds from my Facebook and stuff like that mm-hmm. and I was quite touched by a lot of, lot of the memories that um, Red shared of them and, 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 and the, the love you know, that, that, that they shared for Howard as well because I mean yeah yeah but it, it's yeah. Um, I think a human being yeah, yeah exactly yeah. And, human a, being. And, a good, and a good one as well yeah. Yeah. yeah you know and you know, he came back a second time as manager then came back third time as manager so he, he just kept coming back but what he achieved in the 80s you know it's like what I said, really I said he had a desire to see Everton be like the very best not just you know competitive he wanted us to be the best and yeah. he done what you know, United take the credit for our top, for top of Liverpool's record, really. It was Kendall yeah. in that first, wasn't yeah. it, by, by removing them from top Yeah, and we, just, know, we haven't had that since, I don't think. And I've seen a few comments, you know, tweeted today on Facebook about Howard just saying, like, all he ever wanted to do was make people happy through his, through his yeah. football, and he certainly superseded that. I was fortunate, I went to the first Portsmouth dinner, Yeah. and in fairness to him, he was awful. Yeah. And it was on with St John, and St John was dead slick and dead professional, and yeah. well the asked him what he was doing. And it was the first time I would have done it, and he really struggled. Yeah. But he told us a tale about when he managed Notts County. Yeah. And a journalist had picked up on him having a drink problem. Right. And he said, I can't work out where this journalist told I had a drink problem. And he run with a story, he said, so I sued the ass off the paper. Yeah. And the journalist reported that I was spotted coming out of an off licence and I had a couple of bottles in a carrier bag yeah. and I instructed me solicitor and we sued the paper and we won and he said the basis with me, 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 me suing the paper was I'm an Evertonian, we have far too much class to use carrier bags to put out there <laughs> <laughs> it was in my briefcase and I brought the house down I'll be drinking before we got out the shop fantastic yeah you like to drink Ben you saw him in, in, in Spain? Yeah, I was uh, 11 years old. I was in Manchester Airport, come back on a holiday. Yeah. Oh, I saw it in Spain. Magaluf? Yeah, in Magaluf. I met him five or six times randomly. Yeah, in Magaluf, we were at a bar, and someone goes, Howard Kendall's in that bar over there, but five of us, old blue, couldn't get over there quick enough. And he was having lunch with his uh, with his, with his wife and his, and his, and his family. Yeah. And... Uh, my friend, who's got an Everton tattoo on his behind, decided to get it out while Alan was having, having his lunch. And he probably told him off. He said, look, I'm not in front of all these diners. 
<laughs> it's just amazing. And when the uh, about were 11, we were in Manchester Airport, coming back off Folly. And we were in the same toilet as Howard Kendall. He was Manchester City manager, and they had Adrian Lee, Peter Reed, and all that. And the time, yeah, yeah. And we were in, put in our Everton shirts, and we said, Can you sign this all? Sign this for us. And he said, With those shirts on, definitely. Yeah. He just, he just loved Everton football. Just like a legend, but, but you wouldn't have thought it talking to him. Just a normal guy off the street, wasn't he? That was his appeal for me. That was the thing today. I mean, I was there outside, and the people were speaking about him, making speeches and that, but it was more about not... He was a great player, a great manager, but they were talking about him as a great person, more his humility, his, his humour, yeah. his personality, and... I think that's probably gone a long way. And, I mean, I didn't know personally. I'm a, I'm a younger lad than myself, but yeah. we spoke to him, didn't we? We interviewed him. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And those, those so 10, five or 10 minutes that we spent with him, he was just... He didn't want no, no negatives, he wanted positives and he wanted to see the future of Everton and he, he was glad to talk about the, the past. But like the questions we were asking, we must have been asked a million times before, you know, yeah. but he answered them as if they were the, the very first time he'd asked them, you know. It was an interest there, and the word that's come through today is warmth and that's, that's mm. definitely correct. Look, I think. people that turned up at the funeral, Alex Ferguson, Wayne Rooney, past players like Martin Keogh. Well, you know, Alex like, Ferguson turned up and he looked like he'd he was lost. He was like, we've seen a thousand Evertonians applauding him, and he was like, "How do we get in here?" <laughs> a thousand fucking scouts is looking at me. <laughs> but he walked in, fair play to him. You know what I mean? But I think thanks for stopping Liverpool. It's been a lot of tributes around around you know football why, in general. You know hasn't why it? he walked in, don't you? Well, we can't all fly in like you, Dave, on a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> you walked in because the car couldn't get through. There was that many people standing there. The, you were there. You were there in the middle. I saw you. And the Ranger over pulled up and he jumped out and he didn't know where to go, did he? He didn't know where to go. There's that many people there, but they applauded him. And fair play, you know what I mean? He was there. To mean that he's any better than any Evertonian that was there, but it was I think good it's, to it's see him. It's great that you see someone use the um, probably. Hurts me to say, but probably the greatest manager in British football is there there to to, to pay tribute to to another another great. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, to be honest, it says a lot coming to Liverpool in itself is a bit of a risk. He was about three foot away from me, I got a couple of boss photographs, and a tweet says, a great man. Come and pay his respects to a great manager, yeah, yeah, and that's what it was. Yeah, and and yeah, let's get really loads of tribal rivalries between different clubs. Yeah. But we've got one thing in common: a love of football, and that's yeah. what brings us. Uh, football men. I agree, Zay. One hundred percent. That was and great. In, yeah. And in things, in, in terms of Ken, like you know, Ferguson was you know the one who was supposed to have knocked Liverpool off the pitch. We certainly knocked Liverpool off the pitch in the eighties. And who knows where where that would have went if events wouldn't have unfolded the way they unfolded. So, you know, I think Ferguson coming today is tantamount to show what Kendall did create um, yeah. before the riches of football came in, really, um, yeah. as well. He done it, you know, 
on a shoestring budget, you know, selling the knicker for how much. A lot, yeah. lot of gambles as well on that team, weren't there? Yeah. A lot of gambles. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think it's a big piece of leg. Andy Gray was forever injured. Uninsured, by the way. Uninsured. Yeah, and then sold. And then he took CD, Liverpool didn't want CD. You know, it was just a master stroke. Second season, that championship was unbelievable. It's one of those scenarios where you talk about it and you say, um, you know the, the, the planets aligned, and that—that's exactly yeah, what it was with those teams. Yeah. And like you say, that eighties. I mean, I—I I missed the eighties. I, I was unfortunate to, to see yeah. Kendall Mark two and three. Yeah. Um, but the, you know, those that eighty-seven team is probably is is, is pinnacle. Yeah. Um, Paul Power. It's a bit of a bit of a championship with Kevin Langley yeah. in midfield. Yeah. Takes some doing. I, I think that you Even know after losing after losing as well, and I, I think it was. Um, yeah. He's had a quite quite a few bad injuries, didn't he? Yeah. In the yeah. years he did. before, and he, he was really a phenomenon that year as well, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. He was. I think Steve, yeah. Stephen, and Heathall's scored double figures that yeah. season. You know, yeah. scored on fourteen goals, none of them penalties. Yeah, yeah. Derek Manfield. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Steve Bruce getting yeah. 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 not heard of now, is it? Yeah. 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 And the fans would do anything for Kevin. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. a great testament. I mean, he wanted to do it for Everton fans. Yeah, but well, it was reciprocal. You felt some bond, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. You know. And do you remember playing a, you know, one of Kendall's you know, great games was when, unfortunately, when Hanny Katzik passed away, and that was when it, we played it switch at home in the cup. Yeah. And it was the one where she stepped up, took a free kick, took it too quickly, put it in the top mm. corner. The referee says, you have to take that again. And he just stepped up 30 seconds later and put it in the other corner. And that, you know, that was the day that another one of our managers passed away but you know we signed him from Liverpool who didn't um, want him who didn't want him um, you know and I remember him I was, I was in the Kremlin Road one day when he scored that um, goal at oh. the cop ends when he won the RB sign yeah we got beat that day but FIFA, we went out to FIFA Everton. victory yeah, wasn't it FIFA victory because we won the league yeah. but it, you know it, it, again it's just timed him out to the man in terms of the decisions he made you know you know, we, um, in terms of Andy Gray you know he'd scored loads of goals you know and then he, he goes down to his house as he's putting the blinds up and has to sell him because he's bringing Lineker in and then the following year he's, you know, he's, he's selling Lineker so he wasn't afraid of making big calls, big, big calls to push yeah. something that's cut up with that cut of manager yeah. right now the goalkeeping yeah. situation you know yeah. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean that's right. it I mean, we'll you, go there later live and die by the decisions that they make and, and, and make no mistake you know Kendall probably lost a lot of sleep over over those decisions to, to, cut, to cut Gray and um, I think Catrick done it as well with, with the ball and yeah, yeah. You know, well Alec Young and Joe Rowe was Catrick's big nemesis wasn't it that yeah. was the, later on Kendall story. with sort of Rackworth and Southall as well yeah, we did, didn't he play video yeah. that, that Coventry game and you know when, when all the, you know, the banners yeah. were around and stuff like that and you know he, he took gambles he made big calls and you know he paid off yeah. he, did pay off, he, yeah. he did pay off um, and who knows what he would have went on to achieve the greatest ever well dominant English team in Europe yeah, yeah. yeah. it's no. a shame obviously we're talking about matters there out of our hands in the end um, and he came back for a couple of spells at Everton obviously not not the best times at Everton FC but um, I think overall he'd be fondly remembered as an Everton icon that we last yeah. but that shows in to be honest lads I'm not going to start saying oh what about this spell and that spell and looking into yeah. detail no yeah. great manager so overall, great challenge but yeah. it, 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 
never forgotten, never been faced. One final thing on it is, you know, it, it, Colin Harvey had left his position and Kendall came right back in, but he said, I'm only coming back if you let Harvey come in yeah. as number two. Yeah. So that just shows you the level of the guy. Yeah. Loyalty the guy as well, right two thirds of the uh, Holy mm. Trinity, yeah. You know, back but loyalty and friendship yeah. and honesty. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Just not like decent trust. Not much is that left in well, the Well, Harvey was a good coach as well, wasn't he? Great coach. Yeah, I mean, it's that transition that sometimes doesn't work didn't out. Want it, don't, 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 didn't want it. Don't propose it, yeah. He said he didn't want to be a manager. He said, I'll play with them every week. You know, he said, I'll train them and coach them. He said, but when it comes to Saturday morning or Friday and he said, you're playing, you're not. Yeah. He said, I didn't like doing that. Couldn't do it. Couldn't he said, I would do all that. You know. And, and Kendall was the right, had the right make of that, oh, yeah. didn't he? Could yeah. be ruthless when yeah. he wanted to. Yeah, the right rapport, I suppose, yeah. with the, with the, the players. Right, uh, balance yeah. Harvey was just sort of well you know it's interesting isn't it that we we talk about Jose Mourinho trying to get stones what does it it's disgraceful and isn't it terrible that Ari Kasserick got on a train halfway to Liverpool because Howard was on his way to sign for Shankly as we all know yeah. and Kendall got on the um, Harry Kasich got on the train and said, don't sign for them, son, come to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, isn't it? That's and we're talking about £50 million pounds and fucking agents yeah, and all yeah. that. That's fantastic. And, and shaped the fate of Everton football. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Never yeah. to be forgotten, yeah. ever, ever. No? Working class hero. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that, just being down there today, to be honest, fellas, um, the magnitude of what he's achieved and on what he was like as a, as a man was a real eye-opener to me, obviously. There was men there who were reduced to tears, who were a lot older than me. And the last time I was there was Dave Dixon's funeral, and I just went to pay my own respects. I know you were there yourself, Dave. And it was touching, to be honest, and to speak to men who were older than me or the same age as me, and just have a few words about Kendall. And that, I think it's great to hear to, to sort of reminisce about what he did for the club and the man that he was, because obviously it wasn't just a player, he wasn't just a manager, he was a, a great person as well. And that, that obviously. Speaks volumes about his personality, but also as Everton, he represented Everton in, in such a positive way. Everton played Malaga a couple of years ago in a, in a pre-season friendly, and um, the night after the game, I was in a bar in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> watching the Blues as nice. And, the, the barman said to me and the lads, I've read all Evertonians' eyes. Yeah. They're giving me both that Everton polo shirt, so there's not much getting past them. <laughs> Colombo didn't need to wake up the most. So, <laughs> he actually said to us, uh, he, he come over and he sat down with me, boss, and my bevy, and we, we were just talking in general. And he said, uh, I know a fella. Uh, involved in Everton. Oh yeah, who was that? He said, uh, fella called down with Kendall, have you heard of him? <laughs> and it transpired that this fella, uh, Norrie O'Brien, his name was, actually played at Preston yeah. with Alex. And he started telling us tales about Howard. About yeah. And the most interesting one was saying, when he first come down from the North East, he comes down with his parents. As a really shy, unassuming young man, like and me. he said he ended up in, and let's get real here, a changing room and all environments yeah. can be quite ruthless, oh, yeah, particularly yeah, yeah. when you with men. Yeah, exactly. Um, the ironic thing was, he said he was a bit of a loner, he was extremely quiet, <clears throat> and he said he didn't drink 
He said, no, I know you'll be shocked. He didn't drink. And he said, he actually come from a quite a strict religious background. Yeah. He said, and he said, his father used to do a little bit of late preaching. He said, now as uh, a man of many talents, actually used to play the organ in the church. Wow. He said, but within months we'd corrupted him and he was on the aisle with us. <laughs> You would never, I would, uh, uh, not having the bevy, well, it didn't sit comfortable in the same sentence. It doesn't does it? smell. The Gary Stone and Peter Reid said before, yeah. that'd be a bit that way. Yeah, absolutely. Well, to be honest, fellas, there's, uh, there's been a few, um, a few tributes that were passed on Twitter um, to read out, and um, basically. I mean, our fellas sent one in there as well. I thought I'd do it justice by. He's not here today, but he sent he sent this in. Um, basically, Jed Finnegan, me our fella. He's seen Kendall play in the in the um, in the flesh. He's also obviously experienced the managing, experienced some great times under them. So I'll read his uh, his tribute out to him if you don't mind, fellas. Basically, he said when I heard the sad news that our Kendall had died, I felt that I was one of my own family that had passed away. I grew up watching Howard as part of the wonderful Holy Trinity that was that was and will always remain Kendall, Ball and Harvey. Now my Alfred had always says that Alan Ball was his favourite player. It seems such a natural progression for someone we loved and trusted to be placed in charge of the club we loved so much he didn't let us down. I was there on a cold wintry night against Stoke with 11,000 other fans when this time appeared to be over for Everton. The rest is history. I was also there in Rotterdam to see Everton win their first European trophy. Howard Kendall gave me the memories that will live me will live with me until I die. I'll be forever grateful to him for that. When his career and management ended, I was fortunate fortunate enough to meet him at a special corporate event. I'm sure most of us was with him, maybe that. There was twelve of us there. They say never meet your heroes, but I was struck by his warmth. His sincere nature, answering every fan's questions, sitting amongst us, sharing jokes, memories, and a glass of white wine or two. And I think that probably represents him. everyone who's met him here today, even myself most yeah. recently. Everybody loved him, and he just wanted to say thanks in any way he could. Everyone seems to be called a legend these days, in, in a term loosely bandied around, and I'd agree with that to be honest. But Howard Kendall was a legend as a player and manager, and most of all, a warm, honest, lovely human being. We've lost one of Everton's favourite sons, but we will live on in the hearts and minds of every Evertonian throughout the world, and he will fondly be remembered as a lovingly true human being and Evertonian. We salute you, Howard. Rest in peace, Howard Kendall. That's superb. And that's from me, our fella. So I'm glad to read that out there. And if anyone else would like to finish on a final few words, about Howard Kendall, I think George, you probably do him justice. No, I just think uh, you know, remembered as a great, great player, remembered as a great, great manager. But everybody that knows him or ever had anything to do with him just felt this warmth and emanating from him and this friendliness and openness, which is sadly gone yeah. from football. So I think we're very proud to say we were at the beginning of the era and very sad to say we're at the end of an era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and Howard Kendall was, in, was at the start then and carried it all with him, I think, on his, on his great big shoulders. Yeah.
anything else, fellas? It's just very sad. You never, you think a bullfight, Howard would never pass away ever. Just life and soul of everything. Loved Everton. Talking about the match Friday before he passed away on the Saturday. You never, you still can't quite believe that a bullfight that passes away. It's very sad. Very sad. Indeed. I was in, uh, I was in St Luke's last Saturday when the news broke about Kendall. It was actually in the garden of Est in St Luke's. And to be stung there to the ground, it was on un- early to be honest with you. And come out of St. Luke's and standing outside the players' entrance was Mark Higgins. And Mark was a big lump of a lad. Yeah. And he was gutted. I got quite emotional when I seen him. Yeah. He was absolutely choked. That was just the email to me. Um, I ended up putting my arms round. Because yeah. yeah. it was unbelievable. Uncon- un- it was, un- it was yeah. absolutely choked. He couldn't speak. He had tears running down his yeah. face. And I think over the years and over your lifetime as a ball in the club, you have loads of players. Yeah. We will get legendary status. Yeah. You might get the odd manager as well. Yeah. Kendall's in a very small group. He was a legend as a player and a manager. Yeah. And to actually do it and both yeah. makes him more yeah. and more remarkable. Yeah. Takes some doing. I agree. I, I agree completely with that. I mean, as a younger man going there to the, today that day to see so many people reduce to tears and what it meant and the significance of it all was really a realization of. When you're Evertonian, you, you're involved in something that's massive, and there's not many legends left, unfortunately, fellas. And I'm glad to obviously listen to all your memories and share them with a, of a great person today. So, thanks very much for everyone for coming. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, and, thanks, guys. we're going to close. Cheers, guys. Raise a toast to Howard Kendall. Thanks, for the memories, thanks very much, fellas. Howard, thanks thanks Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.